0: Good evening and welcome in, uh, sports fans. Uh, Terrence Arney with you once again for another episode of Coach's Corner, uh, the longest-running sports show here in southeastern Indiana. And we've got a great show lined up for you tonight as we broadcast live from Ison's Family Pizza here in downtown Batesville right on George Street. Should you drive by, blow the horn, wave, let us know that you're listening, uh, we'll be talking with Bulldogs head coach of the Lady Bulldogs, uh, Mitchell Taylor as well as uh, Coach Dave Disborough of the OA Lady Twisters. We'll also check in out in Osgood see how things are going with Coach Scott Smith of the Lady Eagles. Um, but we will kick things off as we tend to do this time of year, talking a little men's basketball with Batesville head coach. Aaron Garrett. Coach, welcome to the program. Thanks, Terrence. Good to see you. Good to see you. And a lot of things I want to get to with you this, uh, this evening, not just the games that have passed, but I also want to spend some time talking with you here in a minute about Garrett's gang. I know that is coming up uh, here in, a, in just a little bit. But let's back up just a touch. You know, I thought when we got together on today, we'd be talking about two games, two uh, EIAC games, and two victories The weather got into some of that, and the Franklin County game did not go. That one's been postponed to a a later date. You were able to get the home game in uh, with uh, Connersville coming in and um, ended up on the wrong side of that one. I wasn't there in the gym Saturday night, but just on paper. Looked like a tough shooting night for the Bulldogs.
1: Wrong side, I would say appropriate side in terms of how the Spartans played versus how we played. In that game, I mean, it was a concern coming in. Obviously, we prepare for every game. Sure. They'd only had, I think, three wins coming in, but they'd played a tough schedule. Right. And just a couple of weeks ago, I watched film where they had every chance to to knock off Greensburg in a game. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a classic EIAC game. Uh, coach McCall is a very experienced coach. He's in his 40th, 40th season as a varsity coach. Right. You can even imagine that and believe that. So, well-coached. They came out. They'd shuffled some lineup, too. Okay. So, some kids got some opportunities that maybe... On um, film anyway, had not gotten opportunities that we'd seen, and they come out firing. They hit eight of nine threes in the first half, and then I was able to execute some of the mistakes we made. And Terrence, we had taken 19 threes by the half, mm. and finished up the game taking 29 threes. And that's just not a recipe for success for us. Sure. Our guys can shoot it, but in terms of reacting to some of their zones, we settled for long distance shots instead of working the ball a bit more, getting paint touches, whether that be on the drive or the post ups. Than playing inside-out basketball. So disappointing that fact, and like you said, the weather shuffled things around on us when you're dealing with teenage guys and all of a sudden you're out of school. and you we were able to get practice in that day, which we had a good practice on Friday. But you do get in the rhythm and routine, and that gets knocked off. You've got to adjust. That's what we talked about again tonight. One of the aspects we talked about was that can absolutely happen in a sectional. Sure. Right, where maybe you're supposed to play Tuesday and weather comes in. Now it's Wednesday, Thursday years ago we had to play regional games on a Monday Tuesday because mm. the weather came in on regional Saturday and, and wiped out games so you always have to be able to pivot and adjust and adapt but quite frankly the game comes down to 16 turnovers and, and Terrence there was a six possession stretch in the fourth quarter where we battled back at one point to take a lead but then gave it up and then there was six possessions where we had six turnovers and literally just just careless unforced turnovers, so we went through all those tonight, and just talked through that. Because right. here's the deal. All of our goals are still in place. We, we still control our destiny as far as the IEC. Mm-hmm. We may very well have to share it with somebody now, but we'll see how that plays out. So we still have that goal, and we obviously still have the, the goals as we get to the tournament. But this this will definitely wake us up, because sure. better to face it on, in January and not in March and have an indoor season where we're not able to adjust and adapt. So I'm not seeing anything like this group, and I, and I told them tonight, I love this group. They are good basketball players. They're even better kids. But, man, when you see the same thing happening over and over in terms of just like the other Greensboro game, this look like the Columbus North game, yeah. where you just have some of those turnovers and those crunch time situations. So we're going to continue to put them in scenarios and situations of practice right. where we can try to rep this because our goal as staffs going to have to be to get them comfortable with how to attack, how to play defense, whichever end of the floor we're on. In, in those tight situations and just simply stop having such self inflicted wounds like we had like we had on Saturday night. So excited to get back to work, um, didn't sleep hardly at all Saturday night. Mm. Mm. Someone I want this group to be successful. I think we should only have one loss in the season, quite frankly. Yeah. Like I told them, hey there's the other the opponent on the other side of us are also varsity basketball players. Right. Their coaches also scout. Their coaches work hard. Their players work hard. And you saw a team and you see it at all levels, and I see it probably about once a year where I have a team, a game with a team. It's like, what basketball team is that? Right. And on Saturday night, it felt like that in terms of we couldn't get out of our own way with, with turnovers. Um, we didn't shoot the ball as proficiently as we had been shooting it. We missed some free throws. But then you go and you see, I think it was Kansas, get knocked off by under yeah. 500 West Virginia team. Yeah. I forget which NBA game it was, but an NBA team, Lost a game because of the, opponent, the opponent, the opposing, the opposing team went a twenty-zero run in the game. Yeah. So it's just it's a great game. It's a fun game to coach. It's an even more important game to learn lessons from. And I tell the guys we either win or we or we learn. And I, and I thought this exposed some things, gave us some more things to work on, talk about, get better at. And that was the focus of practice tonight. Focus of film session. And excited for this group to embrace that and move forward. As I talked to all of them. There's no whining, no complaining, Sure. right? And sure. in this town, this town loves basketball. So, Terrence, there's gonna be a. I've got a lot of assistant coaches out there in terms of family, friends, grandparents, mm-hmm. aunts, uncles. So they're gonna hear all that noise. Yeah. Right. But if I see that coming into our locker room per se, that's when we'll, we'll solve a different problem. And this team hasn't been like that. So right. it's not like I'm dealing with turnover problems because kids are selfish. Sure. That's a whole different issue, much sure. harder to stop. But I'll be honest with you. I've not really seen this problem. I've seen it isolated in my coaching career, but to see it continue to to rear its ugly head with such a good group, a smart group, academically and basketball-wise, and good basketball players, we've just got to continue to work on as much mentally as physically in terms of getting them competing and believing that they can do their best. Uh, And I
0: felt tonight was a good first step towards that. You mentioned the discombobulation of the schedule and how that... Very well could have played a game in terms of getting people off their schedule and off their routine. And I I thought that might have played a part, too. But let me ask you this. Do you think there was any letdown in these young men? You had the huge win at Greensburg, something that they'd been looking forward to doing for some time, an emotional win. And then you, quote, unquote, come down to play Connors. Do you think that played anything in how they came into the gym?
1: Could have because I'm not inside their brains, but I know from a from a head coaching point of view, that's the first thing I hit on on Monday at right. Greensburg game. But after we watched film, said, "Hey, we're getting back to work. We've had two conference games this weekend," and like I said, I think I told you on the uh, coach's corner last week, beating beating Greensburg in January is not going to be the high point of our season, right? Right. So I thought we turned the page pretty well mentally, and these guys, and that's kind of the just the complexity of the of trying to solve some of these issues. Man, they get after it in practice, yeah, right? So what when we were turning the ball over against Connorsville on that fourth quarter stretch, they've seen much more harder defense than going against each other in practice,' mm-hmm. quite frankly, Connersville wasn't doing anything schematically to to try to turn us over, yeah, and they, and and it is it's passes where they're trying to get a ball from from them to one of their teammates because they think he's open, but we've got to get this thing maybe recalibrated where and i and I want to play as aggressive as anybody, but man, be sure. Sure. Right. And if it's yeah. not there after you're sure because you've made a pass fake, you've made a pump fake, you've you've taken a second look, so be it. Reverse the basketball, get a better look. Because if, if we take care of the ball and get a lead, we're, we're solid on the other end. It's not like we just are, are uh, a defense that you can score easily against. So let alone the 16 turnovers, if you just cut those six turnovers in the fourth quarter and half to three, mm-hmm. you probably still win the basketball game. Should we have? That's another question to debate because I. I, I Conner'sville really came out determined, poised, confident, and we got to take some of that and fuse it into us.
0: You said something to me earlier in the season, and this game might <clears throat> it kind of brought it to the forefront of my mind again. You said the statement about how important it was for this team to play with the lead. And in football, I know what that means. In football, I know if you've got the lead, then the defense is going to pin their ears back, and they're just going to run their ends um, and blitz just about every single chance they can to kind of speed up the other team's offense, in basketball terms, when you say it's important to play with the lead, what does that mean? I'll give you the
1: schematic approach, and I'll give you the psychological approach. Um, schematically, if we've got a lead, let's say we have a six to eight point lead against our zone, I feel, and I don't think I'm being overconfident for the guys, but I feel that's that's like a ten to twelve point lead, right? In terms of we, if if we're if our slides are locked in, if the guys are giving maximum effort. It is tough to get an open looking at us, and mm-hmm. we rebound pretty well of our zones. So that's, that's not the biggest issue. And then from a the psychological standpoint, they just play more comfortable. Right Now, if you take the two Greensburg games, even the Columbus North game, um, they can come roaring back. Yeah. And the Pennell Heights game in our Christmas tournament, the South Ripley game in the Ripley County tournament, as a head coach, I'm sure you probably see it from the radio as well, you can just see us really start to clinch and get tight. Mm-hmm. And probably the most frustrating thing about these turnovers, I can't help them fast enough in terms of they're sometimes that inexplicable because I think they're just wanting to get the ball moved so quickly because right. they're feeling that pressure. Yeah. But again, it's maturation. It's it's going through the process. That's why we play 22 regular season games to get all those all those opportunities in before you hit the one-and-done tournament in March. So I do put a lot of confidence in that. I put a lot of confidence in our film work. I put a lot of confidence in what we put them through on the floor. I put a lot of confidence now. They compete against each other. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's just a different dynamic when we get a, can get a lead with our defense. We can we can tweak if we Are we picking up one, two, two with our press, three-quarter court, full court? Are we pulling that completely off? And now they're trying to really – are we playing heels in the line versus toes in the line versus getting out in, in pressure? right So we're playing the same defense, but we can we can manipulate it to look like a lot of different looks, trying to keep that opponent off, off balance. And I thought Connorsville did a good job of that on us. Saturday night to keep us off balance.
0: Right. So let's go ahead and spin it forward. Um, of course, uh, again, the F- Franklin County game was uh, postponed. Any idea when that, that date will come in? Yep, yeah, it's Tuesday,
1: February 13th. It's that Tuesday of South Decatur week. That Friday in South Decatur will be our senior night. Okay. So we'll
0: plug it in that Tuesday because we had double weekends up through that until that week. Which was my next point, another back-to-back this weekend, North Decatur and Hauser. Some smaller schools, but some well-coached teams. Um what are what are some of the challenges uh, with this weekend? First, the, those both those
1: teams will be very fired up to play Batesville yeah. on the Northcater side. A lot of personal connections, even family connections, between the two teams. And Norticator got us for the first time in a lot of years. Last year, at their place with their team that was was really really solid. And they're solid again this year. And they those players saw the success of last year. Some of them are right. directly involved with the success of last year. Um, the Mockerhide players, definitely one of the if not the quickest guard in our area, and one of the top level players. So that'll be that'll be a team coming in very hungry to try to knock off Batesville. And then we go to Hauser, who's having a tremendous year. And again, a team that we're going into their place. and mm-hmm. this, if I had to guess with who they played and what they've done, I would think we're one of their circle teams on the schedule in terms of coming in. Batesville Hauser's had a good rivalry over the years in terms of the teams we both have had. So it'll be a uh, it's like you said the second back night of a back to back. About a forty to forty-five minute bus ride, and we're going into a gym that's going to be fired up. Yeah, that's fun because yes. we're going to be we're going to play in those same atmospheres as we get to the tournament. So, bring it on! And, and again, have we have we moved forward from Saturday's game to as we get to this next weekend in terms of those two games?
0: Yeah, and that Hauser gym too is another one, kind of a tight gym where you actually you know you feel like the stands are on top of you out on the floor. So it's, yeah, it should be very Let's very that
1: balcony that they and you missed it before they redid it. They actually re re. Uh, did that entire footwork of that gym, that footprint of that gym, in terms of adding that balcony that was not there. The, they switched the direction of the court, much like Lawrenceburg did. So when you say they're on top of you, they are, yeah. right behind you and up above you, too. They can get a get a lot of things shouted.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Now, um, that home game with North Decatur, that's also going to be the same night um, that you'll be playing host to uh, Garrett's game. Spend a little time, if you would, Coach. Talk to us about that, the importance of that night, and what it really means, not just to you personally, but to the program
1: and to the community. Yeah, it's, it's a great, great night, arguably the, the most fun night of the season in terms of that is first-grade night. Mm-hmm. So you'll have a lot of energy from those first-graders coming there and dancing at halftime. Before the game, we'll announce the Garrison Campers, who we did a camp with in November. They'll come back. Our student section does a tremendous job with them. North Cater fans know to expect it, much like Franklin County fans do in their opposite years. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the gym just swells in terms of just the love, affection, energy, enthusiasm. And those campers love it. And, and both crowds, the Batesville crowd, North Cater crowd, will just shower them with love as well. And I've always got people asking me, as we've done this now, I think this is our ninth or 10th year. Hey, when's that Garrett's, game, game, Garrett's game, game again this year? So a lot of people will be there. Then after the game, Terrence, as soon as the game... Concludes. We'll be having autograph night, mm. so the the current varsity players will be available after the game for autographs. There'll be free team posters while supplies last. And much like as I look around the roster of this year's group, I can remember when they were the little bitty guys on the court trying to get the autographs of guys six, seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. And now they're the they're the stars of the community where they get to stand out there and and get give autographs. And I've been blessed with so many good guys, but this year in particular. What great role models for young kids to look up to these guys that play baseball, basketball. So I'm excited for them to have that opportunity because so I hope they don't take it for granted. We'll talk about this. That we'll talk about that this week. So many very mean times in life where people will ask you for your autograph. Yeah, if they're not having you to pay a bill, <laughs> need you to sign some other documentation. But right. just because they want to have your name on something that they own, whether it be a poster or a shirt some of the kids bring basketballs. So it's just a fun night in terms of putting all that together. But, yeah, anchored by uh, bringing
0: the Garrett's game campers back. Yeah, you, you use the phrase, you know, uh, shower with love. And that's it really is a love fest that night. What I, what I like most about the autograph session is it's on both ends. One, your kids seem to appreciate the moment and understand it. And they will sit there and they will sign until the last kid leaves. But on the flip side those kids will wait in line as long as it may be to get that autograph and it's just it's, it's a it's a special balance um, to witness uh, on again love on both ends yeah and
1: there's no big time in my guys you think of our, our veteran guys Cade Jack Sam Gus they're the best of kids yeah I mean they're great players great athletes but they're even better kids and to feel that just this, you never know what that'll spark with a younger kid because mm-hmm. then they all of a sudden they're seeing how those guys kind of do how they handle themselves then I can talk to them at camps and stuff about how good of, of students these guys are. Right. Then they're going to see, for example, next year we're a, a jacks at a D1 baseball program. Mm-hmm. Right? So kind of breed some of those dreams. What a kid from Batesville can do that. Right. So it's just it's win, win, win all around in terms of, of that night.
0: No doubt. That will be this Friday night, the 26th. Bulldogs will be hosting North Decatur Chargers. Get in the gym. It will be packed, and it will be a spectacle that you – I uh, want to be a part of. You do not want to miss that. Coach, uh, thanks so much for spending time with us. We look forward to seeing you Friday and Saturday. Thank you, my jet off to uh, Franklin
1: County. Our freshmen are in the semifinals of the tournament. So right on. Middle school finished up last week. Our seventh grade lost a tough one in the championship game. Our eighth grade got to the second round and, and lost a close game as well. And then this week we'll wrap up the uh, freshman season. So as you and I have talked before,
0: this goes fast, so Bulldog fans get out and keep enjoying this group. All right, that was Bulldog head coach Aaron Garrett joining us on the program. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up in just a second on Country 103.9 WRBI, the new WRBI app.
2: Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza.
3: Cup and Char.
2: Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup Cup and and Char char, sliced sausage. sausage. Our sausage is a sliced mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char sausage or Cup and Char pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. Isonsfamilypizza.com or downtown.
4: We don't
0: sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell
2: you cars, we help you buy them.
0: Back to more Coach's Corner,
4: delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI.
0: And Coach's Corner continues here on uh, 103.9 WRBI. A special thanks to our... Title sponsor, Ison's Family Pizza, along with Gehring's Fleetwood Chevrolet, SCI Fiber by Indiana REMC, Herd and Elko, George's Pharmacy, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Uh, again, a back-to-back Friday and Saturday for the Bulldogs. You definitely want to check out that home game on Friday night, a uh, special night with Garrett's gang. Those campers will be in the house. You, you just don't want to miss It should be a great basketball game. As well. Speaking of great basketball, uh, joining the program now is head coach Scott Smith of the Lady Eagles. Um, Eagles putting together another great season. And one of the things, Scott, I want to talk to you about here in just a second is uh, the pairing show that went on this this weekend and how you guys fared in the pairing. Um, but before we jump to that, bear with me as I run through class for a pairing. Uh, Class 4A, we'll see the East Central Trojans. They'll take on Whiteland Community in Game 1. Shelbyville will take on Franklin Community in Game 2. Game 3 will feature Columbus East, and they will take on the winner of Game 1, East Central or Whiteland Community. And then in Game 4, it'll be Columbus North. They'll be taking on the winner of game two. That'll be Shelbyville or Franklin Community. And then the championship game will feature the winner of game three and the winner of game four. All right, we got class four here out of the way. Coach, welcome back to the program. Terrence, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. As always, Well, since the last time we spoke, uh, a lot of basketball has happened out your way. Kind of bring us up to speed here on how uh, the Lady Eagles have uh, gone down the stretch as as you look to close out the regular season.
4: Well, uh, you know, I think the first half of every season is always, for every team, is always about learning and kids adapting Mm -hmm. to new roles. And, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have some experience, that process is a little uh, less time consuming. And, I thought we were playing fairly well early in the year. Uh, had a lot of really nice wins, uh, but I've really been happy since uh, the Ripley County tournament. You know, unfortunately, we lost a um, a very close game to to Batesville in the first round, and um, you know, our kids responded to that loss, mm-hmm. and, and I think we've won five in a row since then. And, and as a matter of fact, we've been we've been averaging in those five games right about uh, 68, 69 points a game. So right. we really pumped up our scoring. And um, I've been really happy. The defense has stayed where it should be. And we're getting contributions from uh, more kids right. instead of two or three kids sharing the load. Now on a given night, um, you're having uh, other kids pop up and, and contribute And that's always a good sign going into this last week of the season and the sectional next week.
0: Yeah, I had an opportunity to see you in the midst of that five-game win streak Now at Lawrenceburg. You guys kind of punched up in your weight class a little bit, if you would, but got a solid victory in what um, I've always considered Jacksondale more of a finesse team, but that was a physical Ball game, um, and you guys came out on the right side of it.
4: Yeah, it really was. Uh, you know, Lawrenceburg is uh, it's always a tough place to play. Their kids are always very well coached, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and they are very physical. I mean, you can tell they're a football school, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though it's girls' basketball. But you yeah. can tell they have a nice weight program, and uh, I thought our kids responded really well in mm-hmm. that game and and uh, adjusted to the physicality mm-hmm. and, and played very well. Um, you know, and then we followed that up. Uh, with our high point total of the year uh, later on that week against Southwestern Shelby, uh, who's a potential sectional opponent uh, and scored 77 points in that game. So, uh, you know, following up then last week, got two big conference wins over Switzerland County and mm-hmm. Rising Sun and uh, hope to close out the conference season this week. Yeah, you. so you've got uh, a big one this week with South Ripley.
0: Always a fun a fun match out your crosstown rival if you would just over the river and through the woods a bit over to south ripley um it, this is the second time you've played them this this yes. year um you guys won that earlier matchup yes. um, uh, against them but obviously can't take that for granted always a, a well coached and, and a tough team uh, what kind of challenges do you f- uh, foresee going into that
4: one well you know uh Matt does a great job at South Ripley, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the first game they were short a player, and uh, that player makes a huge difference for them. Yeah. Uh, Reese Obendorf is mm-hmm. is having a really great year, and uh, that's going to make a big difference. And then of course South Ripley, you know, won the Ripley County tourney Yeah, and uh, you know they played great defense. Um, you you really got to work hard to to limit their good looks and. Um, that's something we're going to have to do to be able to uh, to get a win down there tomorrow night. Um, but uh, as I said before, you know, you get this time of year and you you kind of face the fact that the season's winding down and yeah. you have to treat every game this week and and uh, like it's next week. Sure. You know, and sure. you get your kids in that mindset of it's winter, go home, and and for us. Uh, this week you know we 're undefeated in the conference, and if we if we win both games, we win the conference by ourselves and if we split this week, uh, then we end up sharing the conference right. so you know we 've got to to treat each game as if it 's uh, win and go home yeah no doubt and that's and you're right that's probably a nice little uh, last week tune up before
0: going into the tournament because you 've got um, Tuesday, Thursday games this week. And uh, then the tournament play will get started on the 30th the following, following Tuesday. Let's go ahead and take a look at um, your bracket really quick. And uh, this will be for Class 1A, Sectional 60. And it will be held at Southwestern Shelby. Game 1 will feature South Decatur versus Edinburgh. And Game 2 will be Southwestern versus uh, Oldenburg Academy. Game 3, Waldron and Morristown. Then, game four uh, will be the Lady Eagles, and they'll be taking on the winner of the South Decatur and uh, Edinburgh team, uh, Edinburgh game. Game five will feature the game two winner. They'll take on the game three winner. And then, of course, the championship will be the winner of game four and the winner of game five. Uh, when you saw the pairing, I'm assuming maybe you guys get together for to yes. watch that together. And when you saw the pairing come through, how pleased, uh, were you all with how everything shook out?
4: Well, I, I, I think number one, you know, you, uh, you get the buy in a seven team sectional and, and you're happy because, uh, you know, you, uh, you get a little bit more time to rest, mm-hmm. you get a little more time to prepare. And when you're talking half, everyone else has to win three games to yeah. win the sectional. That can be big sometimes. Um, We've had teams that we played a lot of kids, mm-hmm. and so you just soon keep playing. Um, this is a group that we we play primarily five or six kids, yeah. so they get a lot of miles on their legs. So having a couple extra days to rest, I think, is a big thing for us, um, you know. And then on the other side of it, you know, we we played South Decatur; uh, they they knocked us off early in the year. Uh, I know our kids are gonna be ready for that game if that's who we end up playing right and uh, and then Oldenburg is playing very, very well, and they're in the opposite bracket. so uh is a good draw for us, but it gets down to it you gotta beat yeah. the favorites eventually. So yeah, this
0: bracket I, I don't know who I need to p- petition. I don't know who I need to talk to, but they gotta they gotta fix this because there is no reason <laughs> that in one sectional you should have as you South Decatur, that's who you played for the championship last year. Mm-hmm. Um, along with you guys and Oldenburg Academy, all in the same session, these great teams right here in southeastern Indiana. Um, I don't know, like I said, I don't know who I got to talk to, but I got to talk to somebody. But I am glad, like you said, though, that unlike how it was you and Batesville there in that first game on you know not not on opposite sides of the bracket i do like the fact though that you and an oa is on opposite sides of the bracket a lot of people are saying that's the championship game of course we got to play the games to see but um at least they got that part right
4: <laughs> yeah well you know it's a blind draw yeah sometimes you get lucky sometimes you don't and you just uh you prepare to go one game at a time regardless who you play and Hopefully you end up playing on Saturday night. That's the name of the game, right? Uh, win
0: or go home. And um, we look forward to seeing what uh, you guys can do. And, and and I'll ask you this in, in, in closing, Coach. Um, of course, you had the deep, deep run last year. Bring virtually everybody back, less just the one senior um, that graduated last year. How much talk do you hear amongst your players about getting back uh, to that semi-state spot and going one step further?
4: Well, obviously, you know, the the kids have goals. Yes. And uh, to advance in the tournament as far as possible is is always one of our goals. And and we've talked about that. But to their credit, they're focusing on the next game every time. Right. And, you know, I credit a lot of that to our seniors, Reagan Hughes and Julia Meyer and Kalen Heiners. Uh, They understand that. Right. And and with some of the younger kids, they, they reinforce that. Uh, and and now we're to the point now, you know, our juniors, Kelsey Borgman and Savannah Sullivan and uh, Sophie Sullivan, right. Savannah Steele, are uh, are basically seniors as well. So they, they all get that. Right. And, uh, you know, we just go one game at a time. Mm-hmm. And if you just focus on one step at a time, then you never can tell where you end up. There you go. Well, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. I look
0: forward to seeing what you guys can do in the tournament, but you still got some work to do here for the conference for that Tuesday, Thursday um, action uh, here this week. And, Coach, uh, again, thanks for coming on the program, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Thanks, Terrence. Appreciate it very much. All right. That was head coach Scott Smith of the Jacksonville Lady Eagles. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new
2: WRBI app. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812 933 0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. delivery before
0: now and always george's pharmacy and medical equipment
2: southeastern indiana remc is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members choose from our basic plus or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to one gig prices range from 64.95 to 109.95 per month and there are no data caps get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford visit sciremc.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber connecting at the speed of light. Coach's
4: Corner delivered by Ison's Family Pizza continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison for allowing us to be here, thank all of you for listening in from 103.9 WRBI.
0: Coach's Corner continues here on 103.9 WRBI, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza. And a, just a big thank you to Cecil and his crew. Of course, he's off on vacation, and it's young Matthew in the house taking care of everything, doing a fine, fine job as well. I want to thank uh, the rest of our sponsors as well, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Great Plains Communications, and Margaret Mary Health. Uh, joining the program now, Uh Lady Bulldog head coach, uh, Mitchell Taylor. Coach, welcome back to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. So, Coach, you guys, winners of uh, five of your last seven sit at 13-9 on the season as we kind of head down the stretch, just two games left, um, kind of we'll call it last-minute tune-ups before the real season uh, gets started next week. Uh, your most recent contest was uh, with uh, an EIAC rival, Greensburg, and uh, a, a, a loss there, but most teams that have played Greensburg this this season have, have said that. Walk us through how that game played out for you.
5: Yeah, um, I mean, going into that game, we were actually um, Franklin County had lost a game against Connersville that kind of set us up to play against Greensburg, and with a win, mm-hmm. we would have had a share, at least a share of the conference, so um, you know, the girls were like really excited to have that opportunity. Right. Um after finishing we were six in the conference last year, now to be at you know, in the top amongst the top three and have an opportunity to win the conference. It was great to be in that position. I thought our girls came out really well. Um we played a great first half, um, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh we, we really slowed down what they were trying to do. Um uh, we took care of the basketball for the most part. Um, you know, one of the things I stress with them is we can't have live ball turnovers against a team that just wants to run a gun. So right. our girls Turned over some, but they were ones that didn't really cost us as much. And I think that was a big reason that we were in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a run on us in the third quarter, and that was kind of the difference in the game. We weren't really get, able to get back in it, but um, I was really proud of their effort. Um, and I, f- I really feel like they're, they're starting to become, and I've said this before, but they're starting to become more and more comfortable with each other on the floor sure. and know where others are are without really having to speak, it, speak to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I think defensively, just with being able to. To, whether it's again like in our press or our half-court zone trap, putting Matty Haskim at the top of it, being so long and quick, mm-hmm. and then having quickness and athleticism in every other spot, um, really makes it tough to score on uh, when, when we're playing our best.
0: You know, it, it's one thing that is unique about uh, the EIAC, and more importantly, this particular sectional is. You know, it's the exact same teams yeah. um, that that you're playing. You know, minus East Central, mm-hmm. so. When you say that you know you, you have a shot, you know, the, you know, two games left, had a shot to actually share uh, a portion of that conference title. What kind of confidence does that does that give uh, your club going into um, sectional play next week, knowing that you were right
5: there? You know, you're in the upper echelon of of this section. Oh yeah, I mean, we're really excited about you know, kind of how things played out with the conference this year and how how we were able to perform in those games. Um, and we really feel like, especially just from a skill standpoint, an athleticism standpoint, we can play with anybody. Right. So we we know we have to come out and be be consistent with how we play. Mm-hmm. You know, I still think that we haven't put our best 32 minutes together yet this year. Um, I, I think a lot of our games, we have some great moments. Right. Um, and then there's just, you know, a three- or four-minute segment where we're just not quite as locked in. Um, and, and that's the thing that kind of has held us back. So, you know, I, I've been really focusing with our girls on – Possession by possession, mm-hmm. but also, you know, if we can put a whole game together for 32 minutes, I mean, I don't think anyone wants to play us come tournament time.
0: Well, tournament time is here.
5: The uh, selection show was this past Sunday. Did you guys get together and? Yeah, we did. Oh. We actually ordered some Tyson's pizza last night. And, there you go, and, and watched it together as a team.
0: So let's take a look at Class 3A Sectional 29. Will be held at Lawrenceburg this year. Game number one will. Feature, uh, the Batesville Bulldogs, you take on South Dearborn. Um, and then in game number two, uh, Greensburg will play Franklin County. Game number three, you'll see Rushville taking on Lawrenceburg. And then in game four, Connorsville will take on the game one winner. So that'll be uh, yourself or South Dearborn. Game number five, we'll take the game two winner, Greensburg or Franklin County versus the winner of Rushville versus Lawrenceburg, and then of course the championship. We'll see the winners of Game Four versus Game Five. How pleased were you when you saw the breakdown in
5: terms of how the brackets were set? I mean, going into the draw, it's always exciting just because at the time of the year where sure. you know we we get it, we see it, we understand what our path is. So I think whatever the draw was, our girls were going to be excited. Um, you know, we know who's in our sectional, right. and it's teams we play at least once every year. So um, we're playing against the team to start out that we played earlier this year and we were fortunate enough to get a win against them, but we know that everything resets. Right. Um, You know, records reset to zero and zero and we know that the teams we play, those conference teams, they know how we play, they know what we want to do. Yes. They're going to do everything to prepare to take away those things. Um, So we're going to do our best to to see what counters, counter moves we can have against them um, and um, just... Do everything we can to play the type of basketball we want to play. So, you know, as far as our path, the one thing that's nice to be on on the upper part of the bracket is if we do get a win in round one, we know who we got next. So it's a little easier to prepare for ahead of time. Um, But at the same time, I think it's kind of nice for us because our last game is, last game of the regular season is tomorrow night. Right. And playing Tuesday next week will. You know, if we got the bye per chance, then we would have been out for 10 days. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that one would break at this point in the season is helpful. So sure. I was actually really pleased with where we were drawn just because we could play a week later and, and get, get back on the floor. So, yeah,
0: so you, uh, so yes, yeah, so that game one uh, play will begin on, as you mentioned, next Tuesday, January 30th. Um, and it'll go all the way through that Saturday, February 3rd. Um, then the winners will advance. Um, there'll be a regional round that'll be held the following Saturday, February the 10th. Uh, semi-state will be taking place on February 17th, um, followed by the actual finals, uh, on February 24th. All of those games, of course, will be played downtown Indianapolis at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Um, you, you use the phrase, you know what your path is, um, Aside from the obvious, playing great basketball for for this next uh, these next couple of weeks, um, what is the key to this path? What do the Lady Bulldogs have to do um, to be able to get a shot to go down to Gamebridge?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think we have to look at the things that have been weaknesses for us through the year, mm-hmm. and we just have to make, make them things that, that don't hold us back in, in games. So I, I think the two biggest things are when we get to the free throw line, we got to be more efficient and knock more down. Yes. Um, and then... The other thing would be taking care of the basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, in games where we've we've been able to value the ball and not turn it over, especially live ball turnovers, those are games where we've had our our most the most success. Sure. Um, and then I'd also say a third thing on top of that is it, it, games where um, we have struggled to get separation, where we have struggled to you know put teams away that we 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 felt like we were better than. Right. Um, is when we didn't rebound the basketball, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's a comp- just a mentality thing. Right. And that's something we talked about a lot. And uh, when we rebound it well, and we take care of it, um, usually are put in a really good position at the end of the game to find a way to win. So you've got South Decatur tomorrow night, last game of the regular season, your
0: last tune-up um, before uh, sectional play. What do you want
5: to see from your lady is tomorrow night? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I want to see the the kind of performances we've been stacking on top of each other here mm-hmm. the, the last month or so, you know, we've had some ups and downs within it, but um, I really feel like they're gradually starting to understand um, just what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and tomorrow night, I just want to see them put it all together. This right. is 32 minutes I was talking about earlier tonight. Um, it is our senior night, so we get to uh, celebrate our one senior Claire Sainter, so I think we're really excited to do that. And, yeah. you know, we want to play well and send her off her last home game with a win.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, Coach, Uh, thanks for being so gracious with your time, as always. uh, We look forward to seeing how uh, you guys close out the season tomorrow night, but more importantly, see how you open up sectional play next Tuesday. Thanks, Terrence. All right, that was head coach Mitchell Taylor of the Lady Bulldogs as they get set to go into sectional play. Uh, We've got more Coach's Corner coming up for you in just a bit on Country 103.9 WRBI, the new
2: WRBI app. Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza. Cup and Char. Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup Cup and and Char char, sliced sausage. sausage. Our sausage is a sliced mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char sausage or Cup and Char pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. Isonsfamilypizza.com or downtown. Batesville.
3: A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garing's to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garing's and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville.
4: Wondering if you should go to immediate care or the emergency department? Injuries and illnesses happen, and you need to be seen today. But where should you go? The emergency department is intended for critical care and medical emergencies. Immediate care is intended for non-life-threatening illnesses and minor injuries. Unsure of which department can give you the care you need? Call 812-662-6450 to ask questions. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here.
6: We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's
4: very, very important. 103.9 WRVI.
0: Coach's Corner continues live from Ison's Family Pizza right here on Country 103.9 WRBI. Special thanks, of course, to our title sponsor, Isen. Couldn't think of a better place to host this show. Always such gracious hosts. Uh, And also a special thanks to Fleetwood Chevrolet, SCI Fiber by Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, uh, excuse me, George's Pharmacy, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Uh, We close out the show as we head up the road to Ollenberg, And we get a a chance to sit down with Lady Twister head coach, Dave Dizzaro. Coach, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me. Man, listen, I was almost embarrassed to say that it took this long, but I did have a chance to get to the gym, see you guys play here this past uh, week as you took on uh, South Ripley. A great, great game. 51-45 was the final there. You guys on a 5 game a win streak run your record up to 15 and four and you know coaches always say they want to be playing their best basketball when it comes tournament time yesterday was the pairing show i feel like you guys are playing your best basketball right now you agree
6: yeah because um we don't always get to make our schedule and especially with us not being in the conference which hopefully will be changing Uh sometime soon but um you know, these last two games that we've played have been against a 2A and a 3A school right. that are, you know, pretty good teams. Yeah. Um, Purdue Poly won a section last year, had 20 wins. Uh, Coach McNew and South Ripley, a lot of seniors on that team. Right. Claire Samples is a really good freshman. Um, they were coming off the Ripley County tournament mm-hmm. uh, win, and, and, you know, we played pretty well against both those two teams. Yeah. Uh, there, we had against Purdue Poly, a little bit of a, a meltdown in the third quarter where we had about a 20-point lead, and I think they cut it to one. Mm. Uh, but we jumped it back up to, I think, 14 is what we ended up beating them by. But right. yeah, I mean, I would say that we're playing pretty good basketball right now. Yeah. And hopefully that's going to continue here tomorrow night and Thursday night and into <laughs> next week in the sectional. Yeah, I had a chance to speak with Coach Scott Smith of Dale. He's
0: in that same sectional. I was just telling him I don't know who I gotta talk to, who what what senator or representative I gotta write, but it is ridiculous to have three great teams from this area in this same sectional. You've got uh Jacksonville, who of course uh played semi state last year in that sectional championship. They had to take on south decatur yes who has put together a really nice season of their own she's doing a great job yeah. and even back to last year yeah. yeah i mean they're playing really well too and then in walks in the twisters that's got a say in this thing too the good news and coach uh coach smith agreed at least oa and jackson dale they're on opposite brackets they're not in the same sun so you know it won't be that nonsense of putting one of these schools out early unnecessarily um, but uh, did you guys get together and,
6: and we did. watch the show? We did. We uh, we went to the Ryan's house. Okay. We have uh, Ellie and Maddie Ryan are on our team. Yeah. We had lasagna and garlic bread. There you go. They brought all kinds of desserts and fruits, <laughs> and it, we had a great time. That's yeah, good. It was awesome. So when uh, <clears throat> you saw how things were going to shake out in
0: terms of the pairing, and let me uh, for our listeners' sake, let me go back through that really uh, quickly here. So this will be. Class 1A, sectional 60, be hosted by Southwestern Shelby. Game one will feature South Decatur versus Edinburgh. Game two will be Southwestern. And you guys, there in game number two. Game three will be Waldron and Morristown. Jacksondale got the bye, so they won't play until game four as they take on the winner of South Decatur and Edinburgh. Uh, and you guys take care of business against Southwestern and then you'll be featured uh, then in Game 5 as you'd be taking on the winner of Waldron and Morristown. That would be your second game. We hope so, yes. And then, of course, yes. the championship.
6: On Saturday night.
0: That Saturday. Well, when, that, when that when that news came out and you saw the pairing, how excited
6: were the girls? How how pleased were you with uh, the way the draw went? I think they liked it a lot. Yeah. And uh, I think they just liked, being together sure. and, and having the show on, and the Jacksonville picture had come up first, and, you know, I had to tell them that I knew Coach Lovell and mm-hmm. that we had done camps and clinics together, and uh, they were really excited. And then, you know, the week before, the two weeks before, you get the question of yeah. what, kind, what kind of draw you want, who do you going to get? Sure, and, sure. Doing it as long as I've been doing it, we've had a lot of good draws and a lot of bad draws. And you can't change anything. You can't do anything about it. And you kind of assume probably you're not going to get a very good draw. Mm -hmm. And and that's happened to us some. And then there's been some times when we got a good draw. But with South Decatur and Jacksonville on one end of the bracket Mm -hmm. and OA on the other end of the bracket, you you can't not be happy with the draw. Sure, sure. If you're a... (laughs) Holdingberg <laughs> Twister fan. I, I wouldn't think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, and I would, I would imagine, uh, and it's. I mean, I don't think I'm get, letting any secrets out of the bag. I would imagine most minds would say that uh, the odds-on favorite to play in the championship. Of course, you got to play the games. We understand this, um, but most would say the odds-on favorite to play that Saturday would be Oa in Jacksonville given much thought of. Uh, I mean,
6: if you're going by numbers and saggers and things like that, but South Decatur's beat Jackson yeah. uh this year. South Decatur should have beat us this year. Uh, I really like Morristown and Waldron's both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they do a really nice job, and I think that'll be a battle. I think they could beat any of the three of us. And, you know, I'm starting to watch Southwestern of Shelby today, who just got their first win the other day, and we played them the first weekend of the season, and they look like a completely different team. Wow. So, I mean... It's, it's different when you show up on Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday for us, Tuesday for that first game. But it's just different because if you don't win, yeah. your, your season's over. You don't get to play that next game. Right. Um, we've tried to kind of challenge them since Christmas mm-hmm. with kind of that mentality of, you know, one of the things that we talked about was as far as John Harrell goes back, the most wins in OA history for girls' basketball has been 15. Oh. So they tied it, and yeah. and that was kind of a goal of ours because, again, we don't have a conference. We don't have a conference championship. Right. We didn't play in a tournament over Christmas. So, you know, that was big. And then we get to play two more regular season games mm-hmm. so they can increase that. And then, you know, we would like to win a sectional. Right. Um, that's a goal of ours, and uh, that's something that we're going to start getting ready for on Thursday night after the Switzerland County game.
0: Yeah, we talked about playing your best basketball right now uh from your from your seat coach what goes into that what goes into getting your team not to peak too early but to you know to get there at the end of the season playing your best ball
6: i wish there, i wish i knew um <laughs> and i don't I you know like i think you have to kind of manage things with how much you're practicing mm-hmm. and how hard you're going and what you're doing. Um, but, you know, if, if again an analogy, I, my kids are so smart, yeah. And you know what I've kind of tried to tell them is, you guys kick chemistry's butt, mm-hmm. and you prepare for that, and you have to execute when you take that test or right. that exam or that quiz. That's what we're doing here. Right. Um, we got to take what we're learning in film. We got to take what we're learning on the practice, yeah. and we got to take what we're learning in game situations. And you got to. Take it to when there's fans in the stands and butts mm-hmm. in the seats, and you got to execute. Um, but I wish I knew the secret to that. But it's just like, like, as you said, there are some teams out there that are playing really good basketball right now. Yeah. There are some teams that might have been playing better basketball in December. You hope you're one of those teams that's playing better basketball
0: now. Sure, sure. Uh, it's your first full season with, with OA, with this team. Um, I, as I mentioned, uh, got a chance to see you guys in the South Ripley game the other week, and I felt like from the uh, stands felt a lot of energy from from the parents and uh, and the students and whatnot. Were they were really in, into the game as well? My question to you, coach, is uh, that goal of of winning a sectional and knowing how tough it was it would be to win this particular sectional with uh, the the stiff competition that's involved, what would it mean to the OA uh, community at large?
6: Well, I kind of witnessed it with Coach Greg's volleyball team Mm -hmm. uh, this this fall, and I kind of made the joke that, you know, if you want your fall sports to win a sectional, you should hire me as your basketball coach (laughs) because, you know, East Central always state championships and uh, sectional championships in football, and now, you know, they hadn't won one in a long time. So... You know, like I saw how much it meant to them. Mm-hmm. I saw, you know, the pictures and I was there that night and the balls at the raffling at the hog the roast and the Oasis get-togethers. And you see all of the gear mm-hmm. that's around school that's got the volleyball sectional championships. And we've got a lot of those girls yeah, you do. on that team. And mm-hmm. the volleyball team hadn't won a sectional for a while before this one either so mm-hmm. um you know i think it was i think it was big mm-hmm. i think it was it would be important i think it would be something that they would say that's pretty cool all right yeah right and then you know you can look at and then this is looking way in advance but you look at the regional that our sectional feeds into right our yeah. sectional may be tougher than that regional yeah
0: it's a path there's no doubt
6: yeah yeah there is and then then all of a sudden you're in a semi-state and you're thinking, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, and that's something that you don't ever want to look past. We don't want to look past Tuesday in Milan, Thursday in Switzerland County, and Tuesday in Southwestern or Shelby. But, you know, when you, as a coach, kind of look out yeah. there, you see things like that.
0: And, and you've said it spot on because when I think back to last year, the sectional championship with Jacksondale and yes. South Cater, that game was much tougher for Jacksondale yes then the two regional games they played you know to to get to semi-state and, and
6: now you're playing one regional game right in, a, in the two semi-states where yep. yeah exactly so yeah it was yeah. um
0: yeah you 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 might have just said something right there
6: <laughs> I mean you know I, I'm I'm not looking past anybody no you can't. but I'm saying whoever comes out of our sectional yes has a very good chance to win that regional that's all I'm saying
0: yeah and, and very factual yeah very yeah. very very factual coach listen um, good luck, um, next week. Uh we'll I'm I'm gonna that, that sectional has got too much good basketball not to get there. I'm going to get to that gym and see somebody play somebody. Sounds good. Um, and um, hopefully I'm looking at you guys there on Saturday night. Uh, hope so, too. Hosting up a trophy. Yes, I hope so, too. All right. That was head coach Dave Disro of the Lady Twisters of Olinburg getting ready for sectional play next week. I'll come back and wrap things up for you right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new
2: WRBI app. Mm-hmm. Cecil Ison Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. A cancer diagnosis can be overwhelming, but having convenient access to a team of professionals you can trust makes all the difference. At Margaret Mary Health, they partner with oncologists from the Christ Hospital in Cincinnati. Their cancer experts are experienced and knowledgeable, but most importantly, they have your best interests at heart. If you've recently been diagnosed with cancer or would like a second opinion, they'd love to help. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary online at mmhealth.org.
0: Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience, ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877. 839 9494 or gpcom.com. Back to more Coach's Corner
4: delivered by Isens Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI.
0: WRBI. Continues with Coach's Corner, live from Ison's Family Pizza. Had a great show tonight, and um, it's you know what it's it's that time of year. uh, That's a special time of year, especially here in southeastern Indiana. We're talking about playoff basketball, and uh, I want to go through these pairings one more time uh, for our listeners. You know, it's it's very unique. Very unique that our listening audience and in this part of the country, this part of the state, rather, you get an opportunity to not just take in some great high school basketball, but you get a sampling from all four uh, of the classes. And we'll start with Class 1A. It'll be Sectional 60, hosted by Southwestern Shelbyville. And this sectional, it is a whopper with... South Decatur and Jacksondale. Those two played for the championship last year. And then you've got Olenburg in there. Olenburg and Jacksondale, they're ranked uh, number 8, number 13, Jacksondale, and Olenburg at 13 uh, ranked in the state. So that that there lets you know of the type of power, uh, uh, firepower these teams possess. And then South Decatur, they're not ranked, but they beat Jacksondale earlier in the season. So, again, this, this 1A, sectional number 60, is going to be a doozy. Game 1 will feature South Decatur and Edinburgh. That's on Tuesday. Game 2 will be Southwestern. The host school taking on OA. Uh, that's in game number 2. Game 3 will feature Waldron and Morristown. Game 4 will be Jacksonville. They got the bye, so they won't play until a little bit later in the tournament. Game 4 and they'll take on the winner of South Decatur versus Edinburgh. Game five will be uh, the winner of OA and Southwestern. They'll be taking on the winner of Waldron versus Morristown. And then the championship will be on that Saturday game start on Tuesday. Let's move to sectional uh, 45 in class 2A. This section will be hosted right here in uh, southeastern Indiana at North Decatur High School. Game one will feature Hauser versus uh, Switzerland County. Game two, Milan will take on North Decatur. Game 3 we'll have South Ripley as they take on the winner of game one. So they'll take on either Hauser or Switzerland County. And then the championship game uh, will be on that. Saturday. Uh, let's move on over to Class 3A. We're talking about Sectional 29 we hosted in Lawrenceburg. Game 1 will be South Dearborn versus Batesville. Batesville will be in action next Tuesday there at Lawrenceburg. Game 2 will take on the number 4 Greensburg Pirates. They'll take on Franklin County. Game 3 will feature Rushville versus the host school Lawrenceburg. Game four, Connorsville will take on the winner of game one. That'll be the winner between South Dearborn and Batesville. Should Batesville take care of their business in game one, they'd have a second game with Connorsville in just one week's time. Um, and maybe an opportunity, uh, excuse me, that's, a, that's the girls game. Excuse me, I was thinking of the boys. Scratch that. Game five, rather. Game five will feature the winner of game two. So, the winner of the Greensburg Franklin County game, they'll be taking on the winner of uh, the Rushville Lawrenceburg game. And then you have your championship uh, there on Saturday night. And last but not least, let's take a look at Class 4A, Sectional 14, hosted in Whiteland County. Um, I own uh, that'll be. In Game 1, East Central, they'll kick things off, uh, the Lady Trojans, on Tuesday. They'll take on Whiteland Community, the host school. Game 2 will feature Shelbyville and Franklin Community. Game 3, East Central, will take on the winner between East Central and Whiteland Community. And then Game 4 will feature Columbus North. They'll take on the winner of Shelbyville and Franklin Community. And then the championship on Saturday. Uh, so that's a look at the uh, pairing brackets for all of the area sectionals, Class 1, 1A, 2A, 3A, and for a lot of great basketball coming up here in the next several weeks. Make sure to uh, check out WRBIRadio.com for the schedule of what games and what time. Uh, we'll have a plethora of playoff basketball for you. And good luck to all of our schools throughout the area um, and hope, but we're here's hoping for a long playoff run from uh, some of these schools. Uh, that's going to do it folks for this edition of coaches corner. I want to thank our sponsors once again for making this broadcast possible. Uh, of course, Got to be gracious and thankful for our title sponsor, Ison's Family Pizza. Excellent host providing great food and a place for coaches to come to tell us about their programs. Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet, SCI fiber by Indiana RAMC, Hurt Elco, George's Pharmacy, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Great Plains Communications, and Margaret Mary Health. So, from all of us here, At WRBI, including John Heil back at the station making everything happen there. A special thanks to Abby Brinson for getting our schedule locked down tight and getting everyone here on time. And in the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself, he would always say, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this. This is Terrence Arnie saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to Coach's Corner. On Country 103.9 WRBI in the new WRBI app. Listen Monday nights at six for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.